0: Welcome to a new episode of Liftoff, a Jets football podcast with your host, Chris, and from playlikeajet.com, Mr. Sharman Phillip. Sharman, what's up, man? What's going on?
1: Uh, Victory Wednesday? Yeah. Is that too late? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't, don't win that many it. games, so we'll take it, right?
0: Right. A win is a win is a win, as they say, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Feels good to have a winning, uh, a winning week, <laughs> a winning game to look back on and to talk about a little bit. As yeah, not pretty as it was, a win is a win in my book. So I don't care if it's the ugliest win ever. It's a W. <laughs> and that's all that matters. And I think a part of our development and progression as a team, I think, is yes. learning how to win these kind of games, you know, is to win these ugly uh, defensive battles and where the offense is not really Playing at at the top level that we know we could play at, and you know, uh, to add into you know Zach Wilson coming back after four weeks, you know, you know he was going to be rusty anyway. So, but um, so what were your thoughts? Twenty one fourteen, we end up winning. Ugly game, like I like we said. Well, what are your thoughts about the game? Quick thoughts.
1: Uh, I, of course still worried about the fact that uh zach wilson just can't get himself into a rhythm early enough um that's something uh, um that he has to figure out um he's a little uh uh he's just uh he's all over the place um he can't get himself settled down um nobody could convince me uh different because you watch this kid play in college and he could complete a million throws to the, to the, to the flats and short passes. All of a sudden now he can't it makes absolutely no sense. It's, it's other than the fact that he's just in his head and he is rushing stuff and he's like trying to, you know, trying too hard, I think, and he can't get himself settled. Um, and you see a totally different kid when he settled and in the second half and you see the drives that he could and the throws that he could make. And the reads that he can make um, he's even everything just seems to work better. His footwork seems to work better. Everything seems to work better when he's all settled. But in the beginning of games, he is just all nerves in my opinion. And I think um, um, a couple of people I, I respect a lot uh, agree with me um, that that's what it is. And that's – I I – I was kind of uh, I would, didn't want to say nervous before because I can't really believe that he is nervous, but you know, really thinking about it, you know he's, he, he wants everything to go well, and he's like, you know, when you're thinking all of that's all you're thinking about, instead of just the process of it, I think that's what happened. Then everything creeps into your mind. You start thinking of things that you shouldn't be thinking of, and most definitely that's what uh in my opinion is going on with Zach Wilson right now um but i would like to speak about the fact that our offensive coordinator was willing to go to what was working uh in the first quarter threw the ball a lot a lot of uh a lot of three and outs and uh, at the end of the first half you started seeing especially uh Coleman start breaking run or Four-yard runs, five-yard runs, six-yard runs, and he noticed that and came back in the second half and started running the ball. And then when they started running the ball with him, and uh, Skid Austin Walter, man, I love the way this kid runs, really does. And I think the, the Coleman, who who always seemed like if you just if he just if he gets just a couple missed tackles, is just gone because it seems like he's still as fast as he used to be. And then you put that Austin Walter kid, that just the same thing, but probably to me even faster. Um, these two guys really, really uh, put the the Texans on their heels a lot. And um, the running game definitely gave a lot of space to what they wanted to do um, in the passing game. Um, there was one play in particular, I think one of the bet, one of the first uh, there was I don't know if you remember this play first and twenty because of some kind of uh, um, some kind of penalty, and then there was like a, a completion to more out of a play action pass uh, in the in the second half. um that was, you know, that was perfect. perfect um uh, motion perfect uh show of the ball to you know to fake like he's handing the ball off pull it out and uh turn around and uh get more wide open after the play action sucked all the linebackers in so uh you saw you saw a lot of that in the second half where they use the the threat of the run to get the wide receivers open so um that's an indication of the growth of our offensive coordinator in my opinion being able to come off of what he thinks works to what really is working, you know. Uh so and
0: that know, really works. I was gonna say, and you know what, with Walter playing uh and getting, I think he got, I'm looking at it now, nine carries. Um yes. what does it say about Pirine not even being activated? You would have thought Pirine yeah. would have got activated because Walter we didn't hear about, right? And he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And we've had Pirine now for this is his second year. Right? Yeah and he wasn't activated which I was surprised so I, I don't know if he's hurt i don't think he is
1: but I, yeah you see, see this tough. is the this this is the thing right um who's the who's the best at the end of the day that's what you have to worry that coaches see guys in practice and they know who the who's the guys that could perform you know and again another thing too their willingness to Forego guys that have been on the on the roster, whatever it is, they don't have, in my opinion, in my thing in my opinion as a coach, you shouldn't have a guy. It's whoever that's the best for the job. you right. know and and um you see that a lot in football where coaches get stuck with players just because it's their guy. The fact that they're willing to adjust and they're willing to go to the hard hand or go to somebody that's playing better. Uh, is an indication of growth as a coach, in my opinion, and smart. Um, uh, enough about the offense, because the offense did what they did. It was shaky. It was worrisome at some point. Uh, but the defense is the – to me, that's that was the name of the game. Um, got a shout-out JFM, because he had a hell of a game, two sacks, one interception. Um C.J. Mosley had another good game. Uh, Quinn and Williams, of course, um, always a a force to be reckoned with. But the two guys I want to mention most on defense is Quincy Williams. Because this kid just seems to be getting better and better and better every week. Um, He still has a lot, a long way to go. But if this kid could put together and keep growing, he could remain as a as a a, a a really good piece in a really good defense, um, and uh, the safety that we have that I don't know where the hell he came from. Apparently, uh, our GM was trying to get him last year, according to our head coach, and couldn't get him, and they got him this year. Uh, what's his name? Um, Elijah Riley.
0: Yes, yeah, Elijah Riley, the kid from uh, I think he's from Long
1: Island too. Yes, yes, he's from he's from Long Island also, yeah. He had a hell of a game too. Mm-hmm. He had a hell of a game too. Um I think I think that touchdown um I um that touchdown to uh what's the what's the kid's name that really fast kid um run on wide receiver uh for the Texans. Oh, Cook. I think Brandon Cook. Cooks, Cooks. Yeah, I I think that I think that was a play that that could have been an interception. I think I think Hall missed that. I think that was a play he should have intercepted that ball. That was not a well thrown ball. Where it was placed, that was supposed to be an interception or at it least batted down.
0: It, it, it yeah. definitely wasn't Hall's best game. But you know what? No, he did come up big when he had to. When he, had when yes it, right? he did.
1: You're right. You're right. He, did he, did come big, up.
0: But he, he didn't have his best game though. We we have to be honest. His PFF yeah. rating was probably low for uh, that game it wasn't yeah. great. You know, he did get beat a couple of times. I thought wow, you know, because we haven't really seen that this year from him, but you know what? He came up big in in the big spot towards the end of the game. So
1: yeah, they really they really did uh they really did um some of those guys really showed up and played. A lot of a lot of them D-line linebackers, uh defensive backs. A lot of guys just showed up to play. Um uh, also, uh, there was a Kenny Obioh sighting on a block punt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <But> <laughs> we
0: we got to give the defense, especially uh, Ulbrick, a lot of credit because the last couple of weeks, you know, be, before these last couple of weeks, I mean, they were getting they were they were getting killed, right? For three four weeks in a row, we were giving up record breaking yardage and number and scores. So to come back, you know, last week, okay. We did lose, but the defense didn't give up forty something points and you know, five hundred yards like we like we were. And then this week, uh, the whole second half, we shut them out. So definitely got to give the defensive coordinator some credit here for
1: I will i I agree. I will give them all the credit in the world because they of what they did. but in my opinion, they just did what they were supposed to do. They were facing the thirty first ranked offense in the NFL, you know. I, I'm not I'm not gonna be you know, yeah, no, jumping I'm not, through I'm, hoops right right <laughs> before that but but you're right after what they the, their performances they had before that, the fact that they were able to wake up and do what they were supposed to do against the Texans, you know, I think that's enough to give them a round of applause enough at least, you know especially the names I mentioned the guys that were supposed that had to be had to show up basically. so, you know, I'm happy that they did. Um, you're right. Um, that Collins wide receiver kid from the Texans, for some reason, was given hall issues from from the jump,
0: yeah,
1: um in the first half. and um and little by little, I think Hall kind of got back into his game, but he did not start well. Um, you're right. Um, he did end up end up making plays um, at the end. I think I was also worried a little bit when uh, I think the uh, uh, Card uh, Michael Carter too got injured at some point, and I saw uh, Dunn come in and I was like, "Oh lord," because <laughs> the last time that happened, yeah, <laughs> uh, he got picked on mercilessly. Mm-hmm. But 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 fortunately, Carter was able uh, Carter too was able to come back, so that that put the end end to things. But um, but most definitely um a JFM. Uh, well, well had a hell of a game man. Um, at some point at at some point he was just he just seemed to be unblockable. Uh, so, uh, like I said, Quincy Williams, most definitely Quinn and Williams, um even Rankins showed his head once in a while, a couple of really good um, tackles for a loss. Um, so there was there, the, you know that that was what that defense was supposed to do in my opinion. And you know what?
0: This is one of those games that me, you, and probably every single fan is not going to remember, right? We're not going to remember a 21-14 victory, ugly victory by the, over the, the Houston Texans, right? But I think the team and I think the, the coaching staff, Joe Douglas, the owners, I think they're all going to remember a game like this that they gutted through. You know, it's not a game where they looked pretty, it wasn't one of those memorable games, but I think the the team itself are, are going to go back to this game and said, you know what, this is a game that we shouldn't have won the way we played because we we didn't play great. All right, we were playing the Houston Texans, we get it, but you know what, the Texans just beat the the Titans, so they're not that bad, right? But still, it's a game <laughs> that you know we didn't play good, but you know what, we played, we we made the plays down down the stretch. They made adjustments. The whole second half, complete shutout. And this is a game that they're going to remember. Next year, if they become this team that we think and we hope are going to become, they're going to remember a game like this that they won. They're going to be like, you know what? That was a game we played like crap. But you know what? We still we still came through in the second half. We made our adjustments and we, we gutted it out and, and we won that game. It wasn't pretty. You know, it's not a game that you're going to be proud of. But I think in the end, these guys are going to, Go back, and this is the, like the building of this team. you know. Next year, we play a team like this. Whoever that Houston Texans are going to be next year, and we play them, it's not going to be this way. It might be a better game for us. We might win convincingly. You know. We might win 31-13 or something like that. We're like, all right, yeah, we should have won that game like that. That, that should be a game that we win. You know, so that's, that's where I think it's different. You know, like this game, we were going in as underdogs. As bad as yeah. the things were. Crazy. That is. Yeah. That's how bad, you know, that's how bad they look at us. That's how bad mm-hmm. the, the Vegas odds are looking at us as. We're three-point underdogs against arguably the worst team in the league, maybe second worst team in the league. So what are we? You know. Yeah. So that that's that, that's what I look at, you know. I'm I'm looking at it as and, and um,
1: think, a member we're members of the cellar dwellers club, basically. Yeah. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> the only team that's below us i think is detroit so <laughs>
1: yeah yep, that's it
0: <laughs> but um yeah i mean hey listen a win is a win like i said and uh that's the you know the positives and negatives uh, the running game i think we, we spoke about it a little bit it's it is going i mean and we didn't even have, have my we didn't even have our best running back michael carter right? yes sir Kevin coleman ran well ty johnson ran well you mentioned Boston yep. Walter ran well. So, uh, you know, maybe Tardif is making that big of a difference. And um, he is right. Jet Sex Factor posted something today. Before Tardif, Tardif uh, we were averaging 3.5 yards a carry. And since he's been here, we're averaging 5.0 yards a carry.
1: There you go.
0: That's a pretty good thing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> we could keep, if we could get this running game going, you know, and, you know, and getting back to what you said about Zach Wilson being nervous in the beginning. You know, like I remember Brett Favre used to be famously for just coming out too jacked up for the game, any game. He would just come out too jacked up, he'd start throwing balls, you know, 20 yards above where he's supposed to throw and and all <laughs> that. So it took him like a possession or two to calm down, but once he calmed down, obviously, you know, the guy's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So um it's not you know, it's not something that's hasn't been seen where a quarterback comes out a little nervous or, and then we also got to remember that the kid was out for four weeks, you know, this is his first game in a month. So he was going to look rusty regardless, you know, even without being nervous, he was going to probably look rusty like that. So um, let's hope uh, next, you know, hopefully this week we're going to, we're going to see a different Zach Wilson. Maybe, yeah. you know, like you said, maybe they'll figure something out they could do something with him before the game starts to kind of calm him down a little bit. You know, I'm really not sure what they could do, but
1: (laughs) I think, yeah, I think it's more about what (laughs) I think it, I think it's more about what he does, what he does in the first three or four plays of the game, basically on offense. I think, I think when things start working out, when he starts seeing the plays work out, the calls work out, the reads, the reads work out, then you start seeing his confidence growing, you know, once you see he starts, his confidence growing, then his eyes light up and then he gets com- com- comfortable and then you see his mechanics settle down and, you, you know, he start, instead of having, you know, happy feet, like our friend uh, Daniel likes to say, mm-hmm. um, you know, he starts, he, he starts settling down. So uh, you take you take all these things into consideration. If they could just have a few, you know, short screens and a short running a few runs and you know a few pop passes, whatever it takes to get him to settle down, and he sees it work and, and you see the advancement of the football instead of a third three and out, then the worries that and the stress of Completing a pass starts, you know, kind of being washed away, and then he gets to settle into the game. So, the, when they find what it is that works best for him, I think he's going to be fine. The issue is right now, they don't, they they just can't settle on what works well for him.
0: So, let's see if we do. Let's see if they figure something out by ne- by Sunday's game. Sunday's game is going to be um, at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Who come in having a horrible, horrible game against the Giants? Four turnovers, then the Blues in 13 to seven, a couple of drops on the last drive by uh, their (laughs) first round bust, Mr. Rager. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Um, but the Eagles are the team that we've never beaten in our franchise history. We're Owen. Incredible. But here's the thing they announced today that the that we're gonna be wearing our all-black uniform, which we are three and oh.
1: <laughs> so,
0: something's gotta give.
1: <laughs> Apparently, yeah, uh, I guess something has to give. So, what's um, your
0: thoughts on the game?
1: See, in all seriousness, um, one of the negatives I did not mention was the fact that our tackles suffered, uh, struggled against speed. Um, they, the outside rushers who are not, Really good guys, you know they're not you know household name outside rush pass rushes, and they were really given our talk tackles issues um they they had really bad ratings um so that's a worry also, we're going up against a defensive line that is one of the best in the n f l especially in the interior um Cox. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Hargrove. The other defensive tackle. Yes. Javon Hargrave. Dave, you're talking about two of the best of, uh, defensive linemen in the NFL. And going up against an interior Jets offensive line that had been given up a lot of yards. So, like, like you stated earlier, it is, it, it, this is the ultimate test, right? Is Tardif that much better. He's gonna have to answer that question. No, that's okay. the that's the right that's the question. So um, uh, McGovern, Tardif, and Avt will have a hell of a run to you know against uh, against probably two of, like I said two of the best in the NFL. I and play in their, defensive tackle.
0: Their edge rushes are not not that bad either. Josh Sweat.
1: No, I was just gonna, uh, just about to mention it that I said, you know, that our our tackles were having issues against speed, and we just happened to have to be going against a player like Josh Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's gonna be a test, man. Um, it's gonna be a test, and it's also gonna be a test to our defense also, because uh, we had been giving up a lot of rushing yards um and even in the first half uh we were for a little while there giving up a lot of rushing yards um and for a team that does that heavy rpo um and just that's what they do their identity is running the football one of the best offensive lines in the nfl and uh and just that's our right that's has been the jets kryptonite all season basically and uh if we we're gonna turn or turn this season around, you know, and probably go on a late run or something. <laughs> you know, my lips to God's. ears, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: know, um, this is this is an ultimate this is the ultimate challenge. Um uh so it's gonna be interesting to watch uh the adjustments that they do on on defense and everything. So um it's going to be an interesting matchup because that game that game that uh, that um, the Eagles played, that is that hasn't been indicative of their season. Basically, that's what that's not what they've been doing. Um, they've been playing really well. So to so the fact that they had that one bad game, I'm hoping they, that that means they have more in the bag to give up <laughs> instead of it being an anomaly. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: Yeah, they, because their offense played horrible. I mean, uh Jalen Jalen Hurts had three picks against the Giants and um and a fumble by uh Boston Scott as well. So and they only scored seven points against the Giants. Giants defense played ha- has been playing much better. Um, but their offense is still a disaster. Um yep. not saying it nicely. But um so, what's your thoughts on the game itself? Do you, you think we got a shot to win, or
1: like I said, I think I think this is um, this is the ultimate test for the team. The Jets haven't won a game like this all season. They haven't. Um, when they played uh, when they played the Titans, they played they played a team that just did not seem like they were ready to play. And when they played the Bengals, I think. Yeah, you know what? I'll take what I said back a little bit because I think that's the Bengals game is probably the game you would go back to saying that the Jets came in and literally took the Bengals out of their game plan, forced them to do what they didn't want to do, dictated to them. Um, I think that would be the game. I think if the Jets could play that level of football, I think that's the chance they would have to beat the Eagles. It's the same thing. force Force the Eagles out of what they want to do, stop the run, force uh, uh, Jalen Hurts to throw the ball and uh, take advantage of that is my is probably would be the game plan the percentage on which I think it's possible that the Jets was is going to be able to do that and to take my fan hat off a little bit is low (laughs) you know because they because they because they haven't done this consistently, I don't have a lot to go back on to show you how many times they've done this. So, what am I drawing this from? You understand me, unless I'm dreaming and you know hoping and praying. That, that's it. Um, so this is going to be a big challenge for them, and in my opinion, if they're going to struggle. The I think the the change of everything or the key to everything basically would be Zach Wilson. And if Zach Wilson could come out and perform at a level that surpasses what he looked like and last that surpasses what he looked like yes last week. And he could come in and put a put on a show. The offense could come in and put on a show. I think that would put make the game interesting. Other than that, unfortunately, like I said, taking my fan hat off, I just don't see a win here for the Jets.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to be a tough one, and I'm, and we've had a problem stopping the run at times. You know, we've seen that. Um, so, and if we can't stop the run against the the Eagles, it's it's not going to be pretty. So, um, like you said, take the the fat, my my jet hat off. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> not going to go so well, but you never know. Like, wh- you know what? We shouldn't have beat Cincinnati. We shouldn't have beat Tennessee, and we yes. beat the team, so it is possible. And they're obviously overdue for a victory against the Eagles because we've never beaten them ever in our history.
1: So crazy.
0: That is. It's it's just absolutely nuts. But that's where we're at. So let's let's hope for a victory. And let's hope that we're wrong. But um hey, maybe we could keep this rolling here and win two in a row. That would be great. Um so let's go back to uh, the week 12 games. Uh, Started off on Thanksgiving. The usual Detroit home game starts us off. Um, They were playing the Bears in a ugly, ugly, ugly game. But the Bears (laughs) do squeak it out, 16 to 14. Um, Not much really to say about this game, only that it was ugly. But do you want to add anything?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, in the face of the fact that uh, there were rumors coming out that Matt Nagy was going to be fired uh they won they came out and they played well i guess you know right i guess I mean, yeah uh, you know they won hey hey you know what you know what the red rifle at 317 yards
0: there you go that's something
1: to... that that's good yeah know. other than, other other than that it was just i don't know man that was a horrible game yeah and in, and well, to make it worse you don't the bears they they don't have mac right Khalil Mack has been injured they don't have uh the other um what's his name hicks he's out and then yeah. now rick workon smith they they're running their best linebacker is out is got injured in that game that, that you know so you end up playing a stupid game it's horrible performed horrible i mean squeaked out a win and you lost your your your, your best linebacker your yeah. best linebacker it's crazy
0: and it's not saying much for the Lions, who are just awful as well, uh, you know, with Jared oh, yeah, Goff. Yeah. So they definitely need to see. It's sad because they're probably they're, they're going to have the number one pick, and the draft is not exactly quarterback right. There's not exactly one guy who's getting everybody. Uh, right, but it's going to be one, yeah, one overall.
1: So yeah, I have to, I have to go, I have to go and, and look myself. But there's a couple kids I like, but I don't think like they're not that, you know. Over the top, top pick, monster quarterback in the making. No, uh, there's not not that right now. Um, But I I just wanted to point out to show you how bad the Lions were, right? Have you ever seen a team go through and out just on penalties? (laughs) You've never seen that before, right? (laughs) No. The Lions did it twice in that game.
0: Oh, God. That's (laughs) awful. It's yeah, okay. exactly. They're, at the, they're like a they're worse than a franchise team, you know, like they're literally starting from nothing, you know, like they're starting as a franchise team without like the extra picks or something. They just it's it's going to be a long haul for the Lions, and uh, hopefully, something comes out of it because Thanksgiving is always starts off on the on a bad note because of the Lions because they got that first game, you know, so yeah. Um, but at least the second game, much much better game, crazy game. The Raiders end up beating the uh, Dallas Cowboys, thirty six to thirty three. Great game. Yep. Uh, first half, it didn't didn't look so good for the Cowboys early on. Even going into the going into the fourth quarter, they were looking a little shaky. But they did come back and tie the game. But then of course in overtime, they give up the winning field goal. So yeah. You know, with a much needed win and the Cowboys are starting to fade a little bit here. I mean, they're still seven and four, but you know, they're lucky to playing in the NFC East where, you know, nobody else is really battling them right now, especially with the Eagles losing this week as well. But
1: yeah. Several, several things. I think we mentioned before. Um, Dallas's offensive line hadn't been playing that well. Combine that with the fact that, they're missing some of their best wide receivers. Top two, um, actually. Yeah, they both Lamb both Lamb and uh, and uh, Cooper wasn't playing. Um, Cooper
0: but, I but, is coming back this week.
1: I'm not. Uh, to- I don't. I don't think so because apparently, uh, from what I heard today, he still displayed symptoms of COVID and was still still had a cough and a fever.
0: Oh, okay. I thought I So so
1: okay. yeah, Lamb Lamb is the one that's coming back. He passed oh, uh, yeah, he passed protocol. So he's going to be back. Uh but um but for me, the fact that Dak was able to amass 209 yards in the fourth to um to bring them back still shows you that Dak is no slouch, man. I know people like to make fun of the fact of him I think Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um you know, so, so I, I'm, you know, I'm not giving up on the, on Dallas yet. I don't think they're done. The Raiders. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah,
0: they're, they're, they might, be I think, a, I, you know, I,
1: I'll i tell play. you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Deshaun Jackson. How do you remain that fast after all these years, <laughs> everybody knows you're fast and then you come into a game and then you haven't played on the team for so long. <laughs> But and you, what was cut. it? He had, what, the what, 50-something-yard touchdown or whatever it yeah. was?
0: <laughs> it happens all the time. You know, like, yeah. he might not have another catch all
1: game, but he's going to make that, that big play. Yeah, just one. That's it. And, you know, you know what? End up replacing the, the loss of, uh, you know, of Henry Ruggs, you know, um, for them. Maybe, maybe that's a good thing, um, you know. Another I wanted to make that point. I wanted to also make the point of the fact that I remember the Raiders drafting Alex Leatherwood. And I not that I thought Leatherwood was bad, but I was questioning what they were gonna use him for. Hey, dude is real. <laughs> he 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 he's a real deal. So
0: Vegas wins, so now they're only like a half game out of the playoffs. So the AFC playoff pitcher is wide open from Miami all the way up Miami five and seven Cleveland six 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 and six Pittsburgh five, five, and one Indy six and six Denver six and five Vegas six and five are all on the outside looking in of the playoffs, but the top wild card spot is Cincinnati and Buffalo at seven, seven and four apiece. And the Chargers got the three spot at six and five. So it is so wide open and we still got, what five five weeks left? Six weeks left. So five weeks. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, five weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty crazy. The, the whole AFC yeah. playoff picture is just absolutely nuts. Um. And the the night game was Buffalo thirty-one to six over New Orleans in New Orleans. New Orleans, we were talking a little bit off uh, off the air. Um, is going to start Taysom Hill this week, instead of.
1: Uh, Trevor Simeon. So what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't want to be the one to put my, you know, I want to stake my, my, I wouldn't stake my life on Trevor Simeon, but I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's okay. I think the problem with the, with the Saints is right now, they don't have any kind of weapons to, uh, to help out uh, any quarterback. I don't think, I don't think any quarterback would do really well in that offense right now because even, even the one weapon they had was their running back. He's injured and they are literally off of, I think they are off of their third string. I think Ty Johnson is Ty Johnson and the uh, little Jordan Humphrey.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, that's their running back. That's they, <laughs> exactly, that that's why you average two point five yards per play in a game. That's when your offense, yeah, that's how bad their offense is right now. So, you know, I mean, the bill, the bills did what they were supposed to do. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: that seems that seems defense is is really good, but you can't when your offense is going three and out, three and out, three and out, that they can't amass any amount of, you know, Tony Jones. What is it? Defense is going to give up? Yeah, right. All right, that's the name I forgot. I kept just, trying to remember there was somebody so you, else.
0: Yeah. Just to give you some stats, he was he had sixteen carries for twenty-seven yards. Average one point seven yards. And Ty Montgomery was six for fourteen. And we, we had him for a little bit, a few yeah. years ago. So he's like a running back wide receiver, you know, kind of slash guy. But um, yeah, that's that offense is it's just not gonna score enough. Like you said, the defense. That that defense is is the real deal. I mean, that's a top five defense, but with the offense playing the way it is, it's just not gonna do it. So um so they're but as bad as they've been the past couple of weeks, they're still within striking distance for a playoff spot. They're actually tied for third, for the third wild wild-card spot, surprisingly, the, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints, the Falcons, Minnesota, and Washington all have the same record, five and six. So crazy. You, this year has been so nuts.
1: It's gonna go
0: down to the last game last week. And you better win that week because you're probably not gonna make the playoffs if you lose.
1: No, that's yeah. Funny. And and that's to me to me that's what the NFL is just to me, they're somewhere giggling and like just oh, they uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, just sitting there, um, you know, like uh Goldfellow, whatever his name is uh, (laughs) in that, that, you know, that, 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 that henchman sitting somewhere with his cat, like, you know, (laughs) you know, laughing gleefully. Basically, that's what's going on because they're always talking about parody. And we've never really seen this before, man. I mean, by this time in any season, basically teams have separated themselves and there's no separation. Nope. (laughs) still not you know I, i thought by now we would see a little bit
0: but every week it's some crazy game happens where you're like we didn't see that happening so um and then the first game sun on sunday we had cincinnati all over pittsburgh 41 to 10 um is this the the start of the downfall of the pittsburgh steelers and is this the the start of something this year for Cincinnati. I mean, is this going to be the Cincinnati Bengals? We're not used to the Cincinnati Bengals winning and being a winning <laughs> franchise. So, is this the beginning? Maybe with Joe Burrow and you know, and Jamar Chase. Is this is this really is this really happening in Cincinnati?
1: Listen, I all I'm saying is if they stick to what the game plan is. Give Joe Mixon the damn ball because almost every big win they've ever had, Joe Mixon has had multiple, has had a certain number of carries 20 something, 21, 22. In this game, 28, 165 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Give Joe Mixon the ball. It changes everything, changes their offense, change their flow of offense. It keeps it. Uh, they possess the ball for longer periods of time. um, Also creating the kind of a, you know, complete game that you want because that defense complements what they do on offense. If you possess the ball long enough and then you score touchdowns, you're putting the onus on the other team to score a touchdown. So now you're going into a situation where you're not really about running the ball. You're trying to push the ball down the field. Guess what the Bengals are good at? You know, taking the ball away in, in those situations and forcing you in third three and outs. So they they did what they were supposed to do. The Steelers weren't able to hand the ball off to Najee Harris because they were basically trying to catch up. And the, and the Bengals were just running away with the game by then. So uh, in games where you have Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball so many times, 41 times, he does not win a lot of them. You know, so, so, you you know, that's, yeah, that's not their game. You know, the Bengals forced them out of their game and, and that's what you get. You get, you know, Ben Berger throwing two interceptions because he has to do things like force the ball into places that he doesn't really want to. So that, that, that was a great game plan. The fact that they were able to execute it means that this team is not done. I I don't know how far they're going to get the Bengals I'm talking about. Right. But they, they have a method if they keep you they have a, an identity if they keep using that I think they're going to be a formidable team the problem is a lot of the time they go back to this whole you know flair thing throw the ball to Jamar Chase uh, and throw the ball a million times with uh with um Joe Burrow you know hey man that looks good in the papers but you got to win games no <laughs>
0: Definitely, and you know what? Right now, Cincinnati's in. They're in the the driver's seat now for a playoff spot. They got the number one wild card spot at seven and four, and they're only a game behind Baltimore for their division lead. Baltimore right now is eight and three, so they're right there. I mean, Cincinnati's yep. in a good spot. So let's see if they can keep going, because um, they did hit a rough spot there. They were hot, then they got cold, and now they're. They look like they're. They're gaining. They're gaining what they lost a couple of weeks ago when when they, when they lost a couple of games. So let's see. Um, Probably one of the best games of the week, Tampa Bay on the road uh, beating Indianapolis 38 to 31. Um, Yeah. Indy Indy started off great in that game. And then Tampa Bay, of course, comes back with Tom Brady um, with the ball late in the game, scores a touchdown late, but Indy, uh, almost won it at the, almost tied it I should say at the end of the game but they didn't but um, Tampa Bay would have much needed win also
1: I think I think um, I think this game was as it wasn't about Tom Brady this game was about uh, Vita Vea and Leonard Fournette uh, Leonard Fournette man uh, this is the guy that, they, that, that the that the the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, um, drafted cool no no
0: yeah, and they they cut kind
1: of him away too. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's just you know, hey, we don't need this guy anymore. He was no. disgruntled. He was having issues with coaches. Apparently, he has no discipline. Right. Apparently, he was just not happy where he was. Basically, Yeah. he came over, and then he has been a great addition to what the um to what the Bucks do. Um, he and Ronald Jones be- between the two of them. They literally lifted up in a lot of games last week, last year, lifted the the Bucks to the you know to the Super Bowl. So um, he is he definitely is a big um, addition. Uh, almost, I, I think he had like six, uh, averaged almost six yards a carry. Um, that's a hell of a game, man. Um, and Gronk had a big game too. That was that's a- what I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, because the Colts came into the game to to stop. Uh, stop the 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 wide receivers, the Bucks wide receivers, and they did. They for the most part, um, uh, Chris Chris Godwin, uh, 24 yeah, twenty four rece- yards rece- receiving, and Mike Evans, man, sixteen yards receiving off of three catches. Nah, yeah. so they did that job. And but Rob Gronkowski showed up with one hundred twenty three yards receiving, they off of he was off seven receptions. Ah, huh? they forgot he was playing. I think. you just listen he he is one of the best tight ends i've seen play tight end oh Oh,
0: he's one of the best all time he's yeah
1: all time oh yeah and he's and people don't understand i I don't care how dumb that kid plays he acts when it comes to playing football his football iq is probably up there with some of the best in the game his understanding of spacing his understanding of blocking his understanding of route running that's the reason why Brady loves this guy, man. Because he's able to get... Yes, he's big. Yes, he's tall. That's part of it. But also understanding where to place himself, where to get separation, because he's not that fast. So you're asking yourself, how a lumb- lumbering 6'6", whatever he's weigh- he weighs, constantly gets open. It's because he has a high understanding of what he sees and where to place himself. So... Uh... When they play like this, man, they're unstoppable. Um, in a game like this, where they were on the road, right? If I'm, were they on the road? Yes, they were. They were yeah. yeah, they were on the road. I didn't on the road against against a pretty good team, and and the Colts, the kill the Colts gave as much as they were as they were getting, man. They played a great game. You know, um, that was a good win for the Bucks because it shows you that the Bucks are still a championship level team, man. You know, so that that was a good, that was a good thing. The the poor, the poor, I think we spoke about this. Remember, I told you, man, Vita Veyer was going to be a difference maker. And there was a, there was a play where I somehow he ended up losing a couple teeth. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. saw that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was all over the internet.
1: Uh, <laughs> that guy yeah. is tough as hell, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I also wanted to mention for that game before I forget. Sorry, Chris. That's right the bucks lost right because they were they didn't have ali marpet who was this, their starting left guard they had the backup the backup got injured so they had the backup to the backup right then they end up losing devin white and their starting corner on can the road and they, they still that? won the game yeah hey man that's a good team for you <laughs>
0: You know what? They, and they shut down uh, Jonathan Taylor, who's been, you know, the best running back in the league the last few weeks. So,
1: like uh, I said, Vita Vea, yeah, he go. could not block him. They could not block him. And not only that, they could not block him. And then the Colts could not protect Wentz, even when Wentz was hot. It was like he was a fraction away from getting hit. It was, they constantly was getting pressure in, um, push, getting pushed into the backfield. And then in, then after a while, it just broke open. And they just constantly were in the backfield. And they could not run the ball. They couldn't do anything.
0: <laughs> but definitely impressive win for Tampa Bay. 38-31 over Colts. Um, Miami, 33-10 over the Panthers in Miami. Uh, during the game, <laughs> I think it was the third or fourth quarter, they end up sitting Cam Newton and... Is that the end of Cam Newton? I mean, he was five of twenty-one for ninety-two yards and two picks. Quarterback rating of five point eight. <laughs> so <laughs> and they lost I, for, the, for the year now. So this Panther team is not gonna be good.
1: <laughs> how are you how are you able to tell me now? I'm sorry, Cam Newton, but we gotta have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you're going you're gonna sit in uh, in an interview, and tell me that there's not twenty something quarterbacks better than you in the NFL now. Uh, I'm sorry. Thirty. I'm <laughs> I, 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 right because at this point, at this point, you can't keep having these games and then being able to tell people how good you are. It's impossible. You know, there, there, there is a, there is what you your, your your mouth what the checks your mouth right and apparently you can't catch him <laughs> you know it's unfortunate but that's what it is that's what it it's become i think i think he has been slowing down for a long time i think it's just a, I think it's just time man i i just yeah, don't see it
0: not there anymore just he's got no arm i mean he was good you know what in that first game he came back when they played arizona and they and they ended up winning the game too um he had a pretty good game because they utilized him on short yardage plays. I think that's right. what he's good—like goal line. But I don't think you could have a, can you, you know, can you keep a guy in your roster just to play short yardage?
1: No, I, I don't what? know. You know, I don't that, know. That's you a know. running back or fullback, not a right, quarterback. Right. The
0: only thing he could do differently is he could throw the ball a little bit, but he obviously can't throw the ball past maybe ten yards now. So. Um, yeah, this is probably the end for him. Um
1: I think I think I think also for the um for the Dolphins, um I know the I know the stats won't show it, but I think that was a really good game by uh by Tua. Um
0: was 27 of 31.
1: Yeah. Only 230,
0: yep. but did a touchdown quarterback rating of 108. Um, yeah, no, he had a, he had a good game. He's been quietly and you know what Dolphin team now is going to be dangerous down, down the stretch here because they're home until Christmas, they have a bye week and then they have, I think three, two or three straight home games here. So right now they, they got their home, home against the giants this week. Then they have a bye week then a home against us. And then they got new Orleans on the road at, and then at Tennessee, and then they're home against new England to finish it off
1: yeah so and,
0: and to, to be hot here down the stretch and maybe sneak into the playoffs
1: i think i think we we uh, we would be remiss if we don't mention the fact that jill and waddle had a 137 yards receiving yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's,
0: he's special <laughs> yeah that, man right it's just a matter of it's just a matter of getting that guy the ball
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 they and they've Fit the RPO into that offense, that that uh, Dolphins offense. I think I saw stats some uh, somewhere a, a while ago saying how in college, Tua was one of the best by far in RPO plays. Like the stat, the stats said that he was so far away, the best college quarterback in RPO. And when you look at the stats, the stats right now. In, in the NFL, he is the leading quarterback in RPO plays in completions and runs. His percentage of, of, of the yards he gains and the way the plays, the way he's able to run those plays, uh, he's able to master them. Um, most definitely, he's one of the best, and they've incorporated that heavily into what the Dolphins do. Um, that's definitely a check, ma- a check mark on their side. Um, We've criticized Miami a lot for their treatment of Tua, and you got to give them kudos for adding something that Tua is good at into an offense to make sure that he settles comfortably in Miami.
0: And next game was New England, 36 to 13 over the Tennessee Titans, but Tennessee Titans, let's face it, they got nothing on offense right now with their best wide receivers are both out. Julio Jones and uh, Moore is out. And, of course, we know um, Derek Henry is out. So their offense is just in shambles right now. And all the pressure is on Mr. Tannehill. And without his top receivers, he can't do it on his own, obviously. So that's uh, that's a team that's in trouble without these guys playing. And New England, I mean... Are they the best team in the AFC right now? I don't want to say that,
1: but. (laughs) You don't want to say that? No, No, but it's it's (laughs) other than than the Chiefs right now. Which team are you more scared of facing? Uh, I think New England. Exactly. (laughs) This this is what I'm saying. So even the Chiefs that had that, this is the thing. The Chiefs hasn't been consistent. That's the thing. The Patriots have been consistently good longer than any other team. You know, so you have to give it to them. I mean, you know, I want to throw up, but <laughs> yeah, I... you got you to gotta say it, man. You got to say it. Consistently good on offense, consistently good on defense. They do what they do. Nobody says a word. There's no fanfare here. A lot of what they do uh, is very simple. There's no uh, other than... Matthew Judon having a hell of a season. Everybody is literally just doing what they do. Normally, you know, no household names. They're, you know, playing football. Do their job. Basically, that, that's kind of part of their mantra, right? Do your job, I guess, you know. <laughs> and that's what they do. It sickens me, but <laughs> that's what they do.
0: I mean, it's they're definitely the best team right now, I think, in the in the uh, AFC. Um, they have the best record. No, they don't have the best record. Baltimore has the best record at eight and three. Yes, but they are sure still playing like the best team in the league. But um, uh, it's like the guy when we when Brady left, we thought, hey, all right, we're gonna finally get a break. No, we don't get a break. New England's gonna be best team around again. Yeah. Uh, no. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Philadelphia loses to the Giants, thirteen to seven. Four turnovers turnovers for the Eagles and Giants offense still though is a mess um, <laughs> I, I I mean you're running out of excuses for these guys but definitely big changes are coming they obviously they they fired um, Jason Garrett so maybe they'll get a new offensive coordinator this year maybe a new GM it looks like too um, uh, What what for you what are you looking for with like Daniel Jones down the stretch. So you do you think he's you think he's legit? You think he's gonna be a legit starter in his league or do you think
1: no, I'm sorry, but uh, in my opinion that that <sighs> that boat is almost gone and sailed I <laughs> in my opinion. Um because there's no consistency man. Um if how many years he's been in the league now? This is his third season, isn't it? And in his third season, he can't consistently play good, clean football. I'm not asking you to be, uh to throw 400 yards every game. I'm not asking you to complete 30 balls a game. I'm not asking you to have four touchdowns a game. All I want is for you to play football without a turnover or without some maddening looking play where I want to just reach through the television and Slap you you know upside the head. Why the hell did you just do that? You know, and you know he, what? Can't, he can't seem to do it. And yeah. the fact that you're three years into the NFL and you're still struggling with that, you should have been, you should have moved past that already. You should have clean football, should have been something you would have pa- passed through. Um, your fumbling issues, you should have passed that already. The fact that you just throw. Madden interceptions or make the make plays that just don't make any kind of sense. Um I and and as much as I am taking shots at, at and I am taking shots at Daniel Jones right now, I gotta say a failure of the Giants is not being able to put the proper offensive line behind his kid. Because one one of the things that Daniel Jones would have done, even if he wouldn't have consistently done did it he would have given you these splash moments. He would have given you these games where he's throwing for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns. He would at least do it three, four times and then you would ha- at least have some hope. The fact that you can't protect him makes it even worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I, I think I, that's I wanted to start with the Daniel Jones fire first because I don't think it's just the protection that's the issue. I think Daniel Jones himself is a part of the problem. And then the offensive line doesn't make it any better.
0: To add to it, he's only thrown for more than over 300 yards once all year. He had a 402 yard game against the Saints in week four. And that was it. Other than that, he's been in the 200s and in a couple of games, a few games, the hundreds. So he's really been bad. And he's actually gone, I don't want to say he's gotten worse from his first year, but he just hasn't progressed at all. He's been kind of. It seems like he's plateaued, but again, I think this is his third offensive coordinator now. So
1: uh, another thing again, to you
0: <laughs> you're telling
1: you are telling me you you drafted a kid you believed in and then you mask you make you literally it's almost like you're going out of your way to do everything you can to ruin right. his career. <laughs> right. I don't understand what what that how that works. You know uh, and and uh, a lot of the things that gettleman has done has literally it's almost like he took he 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 poured gasoline and he had a match <laughs> he right lit a match yeah. <laughs> so you let me see because it, right because because nothing he's done has worked and 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 none of the players uh, yeah no i know there's been there's been there's been some unfortunate there's been some unfortunate situations like the kid that got arrested for that robbery or whatever it was, one and, guy, you know, I'll give him a you know. huge credit for right now. Uh, Xavier McKinney
0: is starting. To yes,
1: come out him. yes, and and we love them. We love them coming out. So we we not we can't we can't hate. We, right. He's a good player. He definitely he's right. You they, they do have some good hand. players. <laughs> in place. What's that? I was to say you could probably
0: count on one hand how many good players he's brought in.
1: Yeah. Percent- yeah, but that was that definitely McKinney's been one of them. Yes, you're right.
0: Um Atlanta 21-14 over Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Um ah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> it's not much there. Um, yeah. uh next game, Denver. Denver with a big win at home, 28 to 13 over the Chargers. Chargers once again getting into this can't win. (laughs) You know, like you have a good enough team to win and they just figure out a way to lose instead of figuring out a way to win. Um, No
1: consistency on offense. That helps when you, uh, again, talking about continuity on offense, that helps your defense. you, You can't create situations where your defense constantly has to be on the field over and over again because you can't sustain drives. That does not work. Um, because that defense is a high-octane defense, but it works if you give them some to the chase, if they could pin their ears back. It does not work when you, the Broncos could methodically work their way down the field. It does not work that way, and I'm not going to lie. Some, um, the one thing you could always count on in the offense for the Broncos is some really pretty play calls and formations. Um, they do that on a regular where you will see two or three plays per game way. Hmm, okay. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and, and it helps that they have some really good wide receivers. I think uh, Jerry Judy, that was his first game back um, off of injury. Um, and they're that running definitely games. helps. They're yeah. Running
0: that, games. that Gordon and Javante Williams. Yeah. That's, that's a good combination right there.
1: Yeah, they could. And that, and that's what I said that that's what I mean. When I say a team that could methodically take, you know, Move, move the ball down the field and and they weren't even, I mean you know, they did not run for an exorbitant amount of yards, but it was enough and, and the fact that, you know the one thing that Bridgewater could do to you is, you know, he could, you know, he has a few his veteran presence helps. The fact that he understands defenses and he could you know, uh, layer a few balls here and there, make some nice throws here and there um, definitely helps uh with that kind of offense, but but in my opinion, it's all about the running game. I think that's the scary part of that team. If they could, if if they, you're facing them and they're coming downhill, uh, both Melvin Gordon and uh, Javante Williams could break multiple tackles. You're not coming. If you're not coming with everything you've got, yeah, nah, <laughs> you're not stopping them. So you have that as an issue. And then uh, I know consist. He's not. He, you know, he's. Consistently could get, you know, uh, uh make a few throws here and there to just enough to help his team beat you. So, uh you know, I think again, I will not get off the fact that I thought that this team needed to draft the quarterback. <laughs> I'm not gonna get off that. All, yeah, with, no, all due respect to Terry Bridgewater, I think this no, team needed a needed could a been Mac uh...
0: Jones. It could have been Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, they definitely made a mistake there because if you put a better quarterback quarterback on this team that's a I mean they're they're a very good team without a very good quarterback but you add a quarterback to this team and that's a really good team in Denver I mean they got that's a lot of talent on that roster on both sides sides of the ball so um and then another big game um Green Bay 36 to 28 over the Rams it was a little bit a little bit more of a it was a little bit less of a game than what that said. I
1: thought yes, yeah, it was.
0: Green Bay was in control most of the game. They did score some points late. The Rams, but um, another not so great showing for Matthew Stafford. His numbers don't look bad, but looking at the game, he didn't have that great of a game.
1: And 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 you know what? As much as I I would like to put that at the foot or at the, at the feet of Matthew Stafford. Uh, McVey the genius. <laughs> this is on you, bro. I'm sorry. Because if you don't if you don't understand what your offense is or you or you think being pretty is what your offense is about, which I know for sure you know that, that's not what it's about. I've said it over and over again. And you know, I my knowledge of football is nothing compared to some people some of the people I've heard say that. So it's not just an opinion of, of some random guy you're a running team. That's what you are. I know it doesn't seem like that, but that's what they are. All these orbit motions and all this flare stuff they do, that's not really what they do. They're a running team and off of the run game, they do. They release players like Cooper Cup, which you just can't cover in space. And, uh, and, you know, you know, and their are ends, and you had Robert Woods, unfortunately, that ended up getting injured. That was the, a miss to do everything for them, you know. Um, I think his, he is, they really miss him um, big time, and the fact that they were trying to insert a uh, new wide new uh, wide receiver in Odell Beckham Jr., who really doesn't fit the mold of what Robert Woods did for them. Um, I think, uh, Woods was more of an inside guy, inside the numbers guy. You take, you know, um, you and Odell Beckham is not really that guy. He's more of an outside the numbers wide receiver. You know, how do you incorporate an outside the numbers guy? You kind of change your scheme a little bit, adjust a little bit? I don't know. I don't know how they, how they would go about doing that. But in the, time, in the time being, trying to make those adjustments and trying to understand what would work, I think you're seeing huge holes in that team you know um so i thought i also thought where the hell was that defensive line uh <laughs> i this defense it's a i mean i know green bay played i listen hats off to green bay i'm not i'm not going to say it's just because the rams didn't play well because the green bay is just playing championship football hands down
0: yeah and
1: they've been doing that for a while now you know so um they're really yeah, consistent Rodgers at doing it broken toe too yeah, exactly.
0: He's still out there, you know, being Aaron Rodgers,
1: you know. Yep, he is. And, yeah, the fact that they weren't, will, you know, and they're not adjust, they're not adjusting to what, you know, Rodgers was doing, which is Rodgers wasn't trying to throw the ball downfield. He was just trying to take completions underneath and trying to negate the pass rush, you know. And uh, there was never, the Rams never really adjusted off of that. So, hey, you know what, man? hats off to green bay i'm not even gonna you know stop with the rams man i'm just gonna say green bay was just balling and you know what and you,
0: you could say now they they have a two-headed monster at running back too with aaron Jones. and you throw in a.j Dillon, who's unbelievable i mean that guy could start for anybody <laughs> right
1: now i mean that guy is really good i mean he has his he has his I'm not, I, he's yeah, not no, aaron he's Jones, a good power back. but he's good right right Ooh. i think i think in this in you know, in, in the, what they do, I think he fits pretty well, pretty good. And you, like you said, you know, imagine a guy that big and he's a, good, he's, a, he's a good, he receives the ball pretty well and then you're trying to tackle him in space. How? <laughs> and, that's a guy you, and that's a guy you see towards
0: the end of the game. Like he's the, their closer almost. You know, he's a guy when they got the lead and they want to run the clock out, you got this big dude coming at you now. So yep. that's a uh, that's a scary combination for the Packers. Um, Don't want
1: to tackle that guy.
0: No. Um, next game you got uh, San Fran with a big win at home against Minnesota, thirty-four to twenty-six. Um, Minnesota, well, Minnesota did lose Dalvin Cook, and that's huge. I mean, Very I sad. Got a, they got a decent backup, Alexander Madison. He's not bad. But,
1: but he's not Cooks.
0: <laughs> no no definitely not but um you know this is once again another big game where your quarterback has to step it up and Kirk Cousins you know didn't have a horrible game but he didn't have that yeah game. i can
1: yeah i can't blame him for this game man no, but, this was champ- this was championship football this, this is what it was in my opinion the, this was championship football and the the team that was built for that stood up um, we've we've been talking about the, the issues that the Vikings have and the Vikings is a good team but they can't seem to pass that threshold basically they're just going to remain a good team because they just the games that they're supposed to win they're not winning and even like you like I think you stated last week when you were talking about the stats how many games they've won how they've lost um in well, just
0: games and this was a close game right you know, we lost right that.
1: and <laughs> and and that's the thing is you could you could look at it with the with the glass half full or the glass half empty right it's either they just can't win games or they can't under figure out in the moment how to win that one drive that would take them over the over the hill you understand as either that or they're just you know they're just right there and they're like but you can't have that many games you know, you can't have that many games. You it it started. You started to indicate that you just can't win. You know, yeah. you know, and you're just okay. You're just good. You you can't get better than good. You know, and that's sad for a team that's as talented as they are. Because I think, uh, the the two wide receivers they have is probably you put those two guys anywhere, man. Yeah. They're probably the the best dual wide receiver in NFL right now. Yep, I agree. yep, without
0: a doubt. Um, and then the Sunday night game. A typical Cleveland Browns game. Uh, Baltimore wins 16 to 10. Another not so pretty game, but Baltimore with a much needed win as they are leading their division. And Cleveland, I mean, they got to figure out something right now with Baker Mayfield. If he's that physically banged up, and we know he is, and he's not going to be able to perform, there's no way he should be starting. And to me, this is all on the coach. Like you said it about uh, McVeigh with, with the Rams, right? This is all on Stefanski of the Browns. Of course, if you ask your quarterback, hey, can you go today? Are you all right? His arm could be falling off his body and he's going to say, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it. So I don't, I'm not blaming Baker on this. I'm blaming the coach. The coach has to say, listen, you're not healthy enough to play and you're not this is what? How many weeks now? They scored 10 points, 13 points. You know, this is on the coach. He's got to step in and say, you know what? We got we, we have to try. Um what's his name at quarterback? Um who's their backup?
1: Uh oh, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's good enough. He's one- right. He's, right. He's, I keep I mean, forgetting his name. He's not bad. Yeah. You know what? At this
0: point, you gotta, because you can't do this. And Guess what? They're on a Colt podcast. McCoy. Colt. No, not Colt McCoy.
1: No, Colt McCoy. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Case, Keenum. Case Keenum. Keenum, right. He's, Keenum. The, same That's guy. I mean. He's
0: the same guy. Just the as same. As <laughs> Trust me, same guy. No, but you yeah. know what? Think about it. Stefanski and Case Keenum got to the NFC title game uh, in 2017 together when they were with Minnesota, right?
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: So he knows what he could do and what he's capable of. He's the guy that should be quarterback in this game, this team right now. I'm sorry. They're on a bye week this week and they got Baltimore again the following week. That could be their, their season right there. And they're, they're listen, and, and here's the rest of their schedule a bye week this week. Then they're home against Baltimore. Then they're home against the Raiders, who, who knows what you're going to get with the Raiders that week. Then yeah, but they were
1: a good week. enough team.
0: Right. And then you go to Green Bay. That's a tough game, obviously. Then you go to Pittsburgh. That's going to be a tough game, no matter what Pittsburgh is. And then you finish off home against Cincinnati. So this is the time. If he's going to do it, it's got to be this week. You got the extra week to prepare. Just do it and just run with it. Because
1: with Baker, you're not going to get anywhere with him. I'm sorry. He's not. He's just not performing. He's not. Especially right in the run where this team is supposed to make it's the make or break time for this team and you and you're not healthy and you can't do enough for to take your team over the hump i'm sorry you need to go sit down you can't you just can't man 18 of 37 is not gonna cut it against a team like baltimore you 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 had this team beat lamar jackson turned the ball over four times how many times you've had a quarterback turn the ball over four times and win the damn and game? <laughs> it's impossible. And right. when you do that, it's an indication on offense that you just cannot do enough. I'm sorry. I don't think the – I know the Baltimore defense is good, and I have uh, the utmost respect for probably one of the best offensive um, defensive coordinators in – um, oh, man, I forget his oh, name. Wait, uh, the, Martindale, right? Mark Martindale, right. I, right, for for the Ravens. But I'm sorry, you cannot have this. You can't have Kareem Hunt with seven carries and Nick Chubb with eight carries in a game like this. (laughs) This is incredibly. I don't understand. How are we throwing the ball almost forty times in a game like this, and we're not trying to shove the ball down their throats? Right. That's. I don't get that. It makes. I really don't.
0: It really does. Yeah. I. So to me, it it goes right back to the to, to Stevansky and he's the offensive coordinator I believe too so yes I mean it, it's it's on him I'm sorry you can't keep putting Baker out there the guy is what has he got a torn labrum or whatever he's got in his shoulder he's yeah, got that multiple injuries on. yeah I mean yeah. the guy was just banged up he's physically he can't do it he just can't do it put Case Keenum in there and that's
1: unless- let's be real Chris <laughs> let's be real you think if he was healthy he could be any better <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm sorry listen, that, i don't want to that, that's a wanna... whole other
0: argument we could have <laughs> <laughs> we could get into it listen the last three weeks check this out they've scored 10 points 13 points and seven
1: Jeez.
0: the week before that they scored 41 unbelievably at cincinnati and then the week before that they scored 10
1: i mean they've yeah. been which which one which one of those things are not like the other
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I think their defense scored a uh, touchdown in that forty something point game. So yeah. Um yeah, there there's problems there. And they just they got a good team, the Browns. They shouldn't be scoring ten points. When you like, no. like you just mentioned, when you have Kareem Hunt and, and Chubb as your running backs behind a really good offensive, offensive line. line. Yes. Come on. Run it down. They should have fifteen carries each, at least. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, yep. I don't know. Um, anyway, Monday night game, uh, I don't know what's going on here either. But Washington hold, holds on to win 17-15 to 15, um, over the Seahawks. And, again, Russell Wilson not having a good game. Like, what is – is he still banged up? Does, is he just thinking, I'm out of here and just playing out the string? Like, what, what's going on in, in Seattle, you think?
1: Russell Wilson hasn't been good in a while now. And you know how much I love Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. But you just got to say that the truth is the truth. And right now, Russell Wilson is just not good. Um, Russell Wilson turning down throws in the middle of the field and trying to go for everything is the epitome. When you start doing that, you're telling me that you're not quarterbacking anymore. You're, you're, You're trying to play hero ball and you're a veteran of how many years in the NFL you know that does not work. I'm sorry. You cannot tell me that 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 that's what's going to work in this game. You have to do better than that. You cannot be only aiming for the biggest throw instead of just completing the ball the defense is allowing you to. You know those big plays are going to be there. You know, football is not just about these long these big completions and teams have i Somebody said that somebody, I I saw somebody on Twitter said, say something like teams have figured out, figured out what he is. And I I don't think that's what it is. I think, I I think think it's him. (laughs) I think, I know. I think it's, I think it's on him. I think it's on him. I think it's his choice of what he's, he wants to become. I think he, I think he's, he's fallen in love with the fact that he's some kind of big play quarterback. That's not who you are. Yes, yes, yes. You've made the scramble, scrambling magic play for so many times in the and it's in the so many times we've seen it, and those plays are beautiful and it's incredible that we've seen we get to see these. But c- the consistent factor is the is the thing, the quarterback play you do between those big plays. That's what made you Wilson. That the guy that we we knew that was one of. Was approaching one of the elite. He had the stats, no? Yeah, we, You know, we we the win percentage, the Super Bowl appearances, everything. When when the things the thing that made Russell Wilson the quarterback that we thought that was going to be one of the elites, and and still can be, in my opinion, was not the big plays. Yes, it was part of it, but it, the consistent. Quarterback plays in between those big plays. What is what mattered, in my opinion, and he's lost that. And he's fallen in love with throwing the ball long to DK Metcalf and that other and the other speedy uh, wide receiver he has. Um, I always forget his name, but you 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 can't you can't do that. And 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 the other thing too, I got to put at the feet of the coaches is the fact that they went away from running the ball and they can't run the ball anymore, no, or they just don't run the ball anymore. Yeah, Alton you Collins and DJ Dallas as their running back. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> that's you know. not
0: good. That's another right. thing that you, you get away from what you normally do, and he's trying to be, the you know the big play quarterback. And like you said, he's just he just can't. You know what? DK Metcalf he had one catch. No one good. Night. I mean that's crazy. Tyler Lockett is the other guy you're talking about. He had two yeah, catches Lockett. for 96 yards. He had the big one, big. Uh, reception for 55 yards, but there's something going on there. I don't know. It's not good. I mean, they should be scoring points, and yes. they're just not.
1: <laughs> yeah, they oh. that team. They, yeah, I I don't think they're they're. I don't think they're that bad, and I don't think they're that good either. But right. where they are, that's not where you know that's not where they're supposed to be.
0: But Seattle's definitely going to be uh, moving on from you know Wilson's going to get traded, and you know what? That's got to be there you know, their rebuild process, you know, get rid of Wilson, get a couple of picks. They got to, they're, they're not going to have a first round pick this year because it's ours. So <laughs> and the Jamal Adams trade. So that pick is going to be probably better than ours now, it looks like, because the Seahawks just keep losing. Um, so that's, that's the good thing that's coming out of that. But yeah, yeah they're in a bad spot because I think they're, they got to start rebuilding. It's time to blow it up and start over. Because like you said, they got nothing. There's nothing there right now. Nothing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, let's look at the let's quickly go through week uh the week thirteen games coming up here. Um Thursday night, Dallas at New Orleans. And we mentioned Taysom Hill is gonna start for the Saints. Um and can that, the Cowboys beat them?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the Cowboys could. Um I, I think the Saints are all over the place right now, um, especially offensively. Um until they could figure out what they are and who they are on offense i i don't think they have they they they're the kind of team i still think dallas is a is one of the better teams in the nfl right now um they've been okay. shaky lately but I, I i'm not gonna give up on them i think they're still one of the best they'll, teams they'll and C, C, yeah cd lamb is coming back i think i think it'll be fine definitely uh tampa bay
0: at atlanta
1: yeah Tampa Bay. yeah, you there, guys there's no question man.
0: Uh, Arizona at Chicago. And is Kyler Murray back finally? I think he is, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I'd seen something about him,
1: he like I said about Chicago is falling apart. Most of their star players are injured. Uh, they don't have a quarterback, don't have a running game, don't have offensive line., <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't have a lot of things. yeah, and they're going up against one of the best teams in the NFL right now. So it's not a question.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they both practiced this week, uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. So um, that would be huge because they've been out for a few weeks now. as um, a good game. L.A. Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: We'll find can out. The, can the Chargers <laughs> settle down their quarterback, run the ball, let him throw, make the throws that you know he can, um, not throwing the ball fifty times a game, um, you know. And then let that defense pin their ears back. Can they do that? That's going to be the question. Because if they can't, we know darn well that the Cincinnati Bengals could do could do the, just that and take care of business. So uh, in this game, I have more faith that the Bengals could do it than the, the Chargers could.
0: Yeah. Because it didn't look like the Chargers could stop the run last week against the Broncos, so
1: they're the they're, that defense is the worst against the run in the NFL, hmm. the worst. That's not good. Joe yeah. Mixon, thirty but carries. He's gonna have
0: a he's gonna have a big game, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have him on your fantasy team, definitely start him for sure. Uh, I agree. Minnesota at Detroit. Can Detroit win their first game?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> As- we know we know what Minnesota is. They yeah. might not be one of the better teams in the best teams in the NFL but they're one true. of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're one of the better teams. They're not one of the best but they're one of the better.
0: When you look so, at Detroit play you're like how do they even score points? You know, it's just it's so bad on offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, very bad. The New York Football Giants at the Miami Dolphins.
1: That's an interesting game in my opinion because these two teams mirror each other in a lot of ways. Um they they struggle on offense sometimes, and they're okay sometimes. And then they struggle on defense sometimes, but they're pretty good on defense sometimes. And that, that's what they do. It, it's like sometimes you, when you play, when you see Miami play, you see a really good defense. And then sometimes you look again and you're like, huh? <laughs> Just like, is that the same team I saw last week? Um, and that's the same thing with the Giants. The Giants are uh, up and down. But when they do play good defense, they're very good, and that's going to be an interesting matchup, in my opinion. The Giants have a chance to beat to beat Miami, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it, it's probably going to be a
0: close game. I don't know. Yeah. What the Giants could do offensively, but maybe they could do enough to beat Miami.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it, yeah. I think I think I think the question is, in my opinion, I think the matchup between the Miami Dolphins offense against the Giants defense. The Giants could win. If the Giants could win that matchup, I think they have a chance of winning this game. Definitely. Uh,
0: Indianapolis at Houston.
1: <laughs> no, Indy. Yeah. Indy's going to wake up. Indy's going to wake up that, that monster in Taylor. Yeah. And, uh, yep, they're, they're going to go to work. Indy.
0: Yeah, and they, they need this win to stay in the playoff race for sure. Um. Washington at the Raiders. Interesting game right
1: there. Washington wins games. Why? <laughs> how? <laughs> right? That's it. Yeah, I mean Taylor Heineke. That that's how. I don't know how
0: he does it. He's we've seen it on Monday night, right? I mean, they should have had so many more points on the board that team, and they just
1: he uh, is he is a cardiac kid in my opinion (laughs) he will he makes these incredible throws he is he's one of those interesting guys I just want to see what he's going to become in the future because there is some throws that he could make and he's a tough son of a gun you take in my opinion you add toughness to a quarterback that's a a recipe for a very good quarterback I don't know if he's going to be that but I'm very interested in what he could what he could be um, Washington there in the beginning of the season that that secondary was horrible and <laughs> they've really settled down lately and then they're starting to get their pass rush working again um, they're, they're starting to get home so they're on a roll <laughs> I, yeah. you
0: that's
1: know what <laughs> I, think, I think that's the perfect game for the weather Raiders kind of you know you're like the Raiders should win this game but you know what? They'll right. lose the game, <laughs> right?
0: And Washington right now is is in the playoffs. They're the third wild card right now, even though they're tied with Minnesota, Atlanta, and New Orleans at five and six. But um, they're in the playoffs right now. I don't know how, but they're there. So that's going to be an interesting game for sure. Uh, Jacksonville at the Rams. This is the game where the Rams, I think, straighten themselves out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jacksonville, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a straightening out game.
0: No, but they're gonna. It's Jacksonville. Right. This is like a play. This is like one of those practice games. (laughs) Play to kind of like, all right, let's work on this. Let's work on that. Let's fix this. And yeah, that's where they they get straight. Yeah,
1: yeah. That there's nothing going on going good in uh, Jack in in Duval County right now. Nothing is going on well down there. Uh.
0: Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Normally, Whew. it's a great AFC North battle, but the way Pittsburgh's been playing and the way Baltimore's been playing, even though they won, um, they haven't—they have not played that well, even though they. Yeah, didn't uh, see,
1: yeah, and 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 just to just to solidify what you just said, um, I now I don't have sources, so please don't tag me as I said. I heard someone say that when uh, Lamar Jackson got COVID the last time, he has not gained his speed strength back. And he's literally playing at probably about 70% of himself. And you know what? If you watch that game. Yeah. You're, yeah. That's probably kind of true.
0: It's definitely yeah. possible. It, there's no... Yep. And supposedly he didn't have COVID this time; he was just Damn. sick.
1: It was not yeah. Well, good. I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I'm just you know, I'm just putting it out there. That's what I heard. And hey, we'll and see put, down the stretch. How does yeah. how's he going to
0: look? Right, so far not so yeah. good, but let's see if he bounces back. Um, we'll we'll see. San Fran at Seattle.
1: Yeah, nah. Seattle's not ready for that team. <laughs> they're just not ready for San Fran, man. San Fran has been playing really quietly, been playing slowly but surely pl- getting really good at going getting back to what they know they do. And yeah. uh yeah, you, I don't think uh Seattle's ready for the, to stop that train.
0: Even though I think Samuel, I think is out this week, Ebo Samuel. But still they'll just- figure something out.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean they would if if they were playing a better team, yeah, I would be worried.
0: Sunday night game, Denver at Kansas City.
1: We'll see if Denver. Denver at Kansas City. Hmm. That's interesting. Slow down,
0: Kansas City, because Kansas City's been hot. They've had, but here's the thing: Kansas City's coming off a bye week, and we know Andy Reid famously is very (laughs) good after bye week. You know how that
1: is. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, going back to his Philly days, he's always been great off a bye. So. Um, that's it could be a dangerous game for Denver, but you know what? If Denver wins, it's <laughs> it just tightens up the AFC that much more, even more.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so let's hope they do it just to kind of screw everything. Yeah,
1: this, yeah, we love, we love, yay, yeah, we love, we love talking about stuff that looks screwed yeah. up for the NFL. So. It's, parody, so. it's interesting, yeah, hey, give was more parody. Monday,
0: and the Monday night game, probably going to be the game of the week. Um, it's a great game to wait for. Uh, the Patriots at the Bills.
1: Woo! <laughs> what a game. I know. What a game. And uh hey man, bring your uh bring your, your chin straps, your jock straps, <laughs> strap up everything you gotta strap up because uh this is gonna be a hell of a game in my opinion, man. Um the thing about I I worry about with the Bills is that how in the hell are you going to play against a team that runs the ball and you can't run the ball? Huh? <laughs> how do you do that? Mm. That's my question. Because you've been getting away with doing that by being able to run all over the place with, uh, with Josh Allen. But you know what the Patriots don't do? They don't leave their, their rush lanes. They don't. They play with incredible discipline so they're not going to allow you to just go all over run all over the place uh so what is going to be your adjustment on offense that's going to be my question um so I don't know probably their their question is going to be Digs beat beat Mills beat whoever corner you know that's what it's going to be man listen I don't think that's a good enough game plan so I ain't betting that the Patriots are going to lose that game yeah, I mean, I'm
0: not. It's a battle for the AFC East, which we, we Yes it is we didn't see before the season started, that's for sure. But New England's coming no, in hot, man. Six and Um six and oh in their last six games. Buffalo was struggling a little bit, but that but they did win last week. So they've been win-loss, win loss, win-loss since their bye week. Um so can they win two in a row? That's going to be their big thing right now. They haven't won two in a row since October third and the tenth, when they had won four straight. So it's crazy. That's, yeah, that's going to be a game. I think we're all looking forward to. And um, and that's it. You know, thanks for joining us. Um, and we'll be back next week, hopefully talking about the Jets winning two in a row and all the other great games. And we will see you guys next week.
1: You get easy.